Welcome back, ladies. I didn't even get my microphone in the right place yet. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another technical alpha. It is Thursday, October the 19th, 2017. I am sitting here having just got home about 45 minutes ago. I realized as we were going home, not even as we were going home, I was sitting at Costco. And it was, it was a mean day at Costco. Jeff would know what's up. Many people go to Costco, but here in, in Halifax, we only got the one. And if you hit up Costco at certain times of the day, you're, you're bracing yourself for the longest lines in history. And so, unfortunately, we got, we got to Costco. because we Gabs and I went to uh, Boston Pizza first. We got some food. And then we hit up the Costco. And holy sweet mother of God, they had four lanes open mm. at five o'clock in the evening. Mm. Mm. It was bad. No, it was six. It's four lanes. We got in there, and I and I, 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 it was so bad. I actually thought that it was a situation where, because uh, again, only Jeff would probably know this. Anyone here who's here in Halifax. Where because of how they have the aisle that goes right across the front of, of where all the the um, the cash registers are, sometimes when the lines get long, uh, the two ends block like two, the two end lines block off all the middle lanes, and so there's a bunch of people that are just in the shortest lanes ever, and some people that don't realize those there are other registers open are just standing in like these lines that go halfway down the friggin' complex. So I thought that's what was happening today. So I thought I was being stealthy. And I sneaked around the other side. I got to the other side, and the shit was backed up even fucking further. <laughs> Get fucked. So I'm st- I'm standing in this lineup. Uh, oh, you're muted on Discord, by the way, Jeff. Uh, nope. So I'm standing. There you go. So I'm standing in this lineup, and got my cell phone out, obviously. And thank God, at the front of the store, there's cell reception because at the back there is zero. And I looked at the phone, and I'm watching panic have blow up Twitter, and I was like, wait a minute. Panic's at TwitchCon. <laughs> Jeff and I are doing yeah. another two-man show tonight. I was like, oh, shit. So like, I just got home, and I, I threw together a list of stuff for the topics today. Thank God two of the topics for for the gaming side can be talked about with reasonable length because nothing happened this week. Yeah, it's been pretty dry. It's been pretty dry. Like, super dry week in general. So we're just going to, uh, you know, not that not that we're not used to it here uh, at Technical Alpha or Jeff and I with Lag TV. We're going to fly by the seat of our pants <laughs> and see what happens. Sure. But I'm sure it will be just as entertaining regardless. Mr. Black, how are you doing today? I'm not doing too bad. It was a busy day no. today. I got up and uh, what did I do? I went out and did a car vlog, um, went out and looked at uh, some Jeeps. And then came home, got food, worked out, and just <sighs> been kind of chilling ever since. Like, I knew the podcast was coming. My dad had surgery on his shoulder. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, so I was kind of waiting to hear from him to make sure everything w- How'd went How'd that well. go? Oh, apparently it went really well. Um, he ha- Was that tendon-related or rotator cuff? Yeah, or what was so that? his rotator cuff was fucked, and, he, and apparently he, he had two... Um, Tears. Bone spurs or something? Tears oh, spur. Oh, okay. As well. Tears. Um, it's basically just from him doing 35 years of hard labor, and it's all just... Happens. Yeah, it just... it it And his shoulder, <laughs> he said it's been bugging him for like two years, and he was just he was just kind of man-moding it, and then he, mm. when he, like obviously Canadian, 
the healthcare system, although is good, it's a long process. So yeah, literally two. Unless you're on your deathbed, exactly. you can wait. You can be waiting a so while. So two years yeah. ago, he went in and talked to his doctor, and then to do a scan took a year. And then yeah. he got in, he took a scan, they realized it was fucked. He had to wait another, like, nine months before going to see a specialist. After he saw the specialist, then they had to make an appointment for his surgery, and then his surgery was just a couple days ago. So it was it was a two-year process. Um, obviously, he it wasn't bad enough that he, he couldn't, work at all but he said he couldn't he couldn't sleep on one side of his his um mm-hmm. his uh his body he uh he stopped lifting drywall and stuff a couple of years ago so now he's doing a lot of framing and just stuff that's easier on the body but uh yeah when he got in there he got the surgery done doctor went in um realized it wasn't as bad as they thought but it was still pretty bad um he was supposed to take 3 to 6 months off work and it looks like he his recovery time would be two to three months now. So it's not oh sick. Yeah, so it's not as bad. But I mean, you know, still uh, still sucks. Still Anytime sucks. you have to get surgery, yeah. it's not particularly great. Yeah. So yeah, my sister's flying in tomorrow, and I'm gonna go see the family for a little bit, and that's pretty much been my week. Uh, and then just been streaming just regular shit that I do every day. Fantastic, fantastic. Yeah. Speaking of, of surgeries, when we were at um, Superstore. Uh, of their embarrassed like and and you know Halifax there's like 16 people here so odds are when you go grocery shopping you're going to see at least one person that you know every time you go grocery shopping and I had one of those moments where somebody recognized me and I could I, I saw them first but I didn't make eye contact because I was like I'm trying to get home for this podcast at this point I don't get time stand around and talk about how good you know the the fucking tomato plant at home is doing from some person I haven't seen in like five years but uh, I noticed them and I was like, oh my God, who the hell is this person? And I hate that because I'm terrible with names. I could know somebody for years and all I have to do is not see them for like three months and my, their names aren't even so, so what you're saying, bro, if I just, if I just vanish for three to six months Game over. and I come back be calling you Steve. and you're going to go, the fuck, Chris? Chris, right? I, no, it's not Chris. Eddie Murphy, is that you? <laughs> <laughs> so I was having one of those moments and I was like, oh my God, oh fuck. I couldn't think of it. So anyway, I defaulted to the classic and thank God we're in Canada because he comes over. He's like, Adam, Adam, is that you? I was like... Yeah. Hey, what's up, boss? <laughs> the default, the, the default boss. Hey, boss. Default. Yeah. Hey, how's it going, boss? <laughs> and no reaction to it. He just read it like I was smiling. I just played it off. Just nice. Hey, hey, so doing boss comes over, shake his head. Oh no, I figured it out later. Oh, okay. So because this is what happened through the then you're playing then you're playing mind games, right? Because then you're like the conversation. It's what do they bring up? What do they bring up first so that I know how I'm supposed to know this person? And so uh, first I asked him how he was doing. He said, well, I just got out of the hospital. I was like, well, okay. So what was going on there? And he had some, and he was like, remember I had that uh, intestinal issues? And I was like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was terrible. Man, I felt bad for you. (laughs) You know, it's been swimming around the back of the old brain there for uh, a while now. Yeah, sure. So what happened? He goes, well, finally, it finally came back to bite me. Uh, and so I had to go in and have surgery and he said, I lost all this weight and I'm looking at him and I was like, you know, he does look a hell of a lot fucking thinner than the last time I saw him. I was like, oh, well, you're looking good. And he was like, yeah, yeah. Feeling a lot better now, obviously. And he goes, so, uh, how's that? Uh, I heard you get a new car. How's that car going? And I was like, this is my old mechanic. It's <laughs> uh. <laughs> so, like, this is my fucking mechanic. And I still couldn't remember his name. Well, there you go. 
And so I was sitting there going, yeah, well, you know, so how, how is it? And I said, well, I got the RAV4 hybrid. And I said, it's a damn slight better than my 03 Ford Focus. And uh, we had this little, you know, nice little whatever. And shook hand, he shook my hand three times in the course of this three-minute conversation. Wow, he was, was happy to see uh, you. He just, he just fucking handshakes for days. He's probably salty. Man. I mean, you're big, you're big time around here. So, oh, mm. yeah, you know, he's probably salty that I wasn't still driving that fucking beater because I was giving him so much money. Oh, he was milking fucking... you. He's like, thank you, <laughs> thank you, sir. You paid my fucking mortgage for the last four years. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. So uh, anyway, so he goes off, and of course, the, I can see him from a distance, and I, I wait until he's kind of out of eyesight, and then I pull up my phone. And I'm looking up the fucking the fucking mechanic shop, and I'm like, damn it, what is this guy's name? And I searched the internet, and I googled until I found it, and I was like, oh, thank God. So what you're There's saying worse. is when you took your car in, you guys get so close that he told you about his intestines? He's been doing my, he's been doing my family's vehicles for about oh, 10 years. Oh, he's one of those. Okay. <laughs> so he's been there. He's, it's, it's the um, Speedy and Spryville. Oh, okay, okay. So he's been there for fucking ever, and, and I, I, in my mind, I wanted to call him... Like, I got hung up on one name, and I couldn't fucking get it out of my head, but I knew that name wasn't his name, and I couldn't get it out. But I eventually figured it out. It was great. Uh, but yeah, just another everyday life in a uh, town with 14 people. Um, so, anyway. I don't know why I said that story. Oh, because of the surgery with your dad, and the, the surgery for him sparked in my mind. But yeah, it was pretty It was pretty funny. I hate when that happens, though. I always feel like such an asshole. Like, I, I don't mean to forget a name I remember you know what, face. Man? I could see somebody's face once. I will be ninety fucking years old. I'll be out in the street and be like, I know that person. That, but the name. I used to be nothing. like that, but now I'm I'm the type of guy that's like, you know what, man? I I don't remember who you are. Like I, I'll tell I'll tell them straight <laughs> up. Like I know it's kind of it's because it's so awkward for me. I'm just sitting there going, because uh, you don't want to get caught in it. Yeah, right? I'm, I'm like, uh, or I'm like, it sounds. I'm like, or or I won't. The, the last person that did that, I was with Kayla. We we're at Tim Hortons, and a girl says, "Oh, hey Jeff, how are you doing?" And she looked familiar, but I did I didn't know her name. And she's like, "Do you mm. remember me?" And I'm like, "You know, you look familiar, but I." And then I'm like mid, and as I'm saying that, she's like, "Yeah, you know, I'm such and such from the Cowie Hill days." I'm like, "Oh shit, yeah, okay, now I remember." <laughs> so I kind of get them to tell me who they are without me going. Yeah, I don't know I, because it is kind of rude if you go. If they know who you are, but you have no idea who they are, because then it makes it seem like, you know, you're not as interested oh, yeah. in them as they are in you or whatever. But yeah, I know what you're saying. The Strugs. Oh, it was brutal. Absolutely brutal. Uh, so anyway, game news, I guess. Not that we have a lot to talk about today. Hey, Activision. Mm. They are a company everyone loves. In fact, we have the two most loved publishers in the world as our two top news stories in gaming this Ooh. week. All right. EA is coming then. It, they are. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> so last, last week we talked a bunch about um, loot boxes. And then coincidentally, uh, a website, I can't remember which website it was. Um, Glixel, I think, was a website that broke this. They discovered that Activision in like 2015 or some shit patented a a matchmaking system, all right, for multiplayer games that was specifically designed to drive microtransactions and to make people more likely to want to purchase microtransactions. 
through this matchmaking system. Which is shady as fuck. So basically, the idea was, you'd get them into a game with, uh, oh, how did they word this? With a, um... Uh, there is a, oh, here we go. Okay. So, uh, where's the quote? Okay. For instance, the system may match a more expert or marquee player with a junior player (laughs) to encourage the junior player to make game related purchases of items possessed or used by the marquee player. A junior player may wish to emulate the marquee player by obtaining weapons or other items used by the marquee player. And there's there's more to this uh, as well. And you can easily find all this shit. Uh, you just Google it, you're going to find it. But it is it, it goes even deeper. And there's a bunch of stuff where... There, I mean, this is... If you read it, it, it borders subliminal messaging like it's it's about as close if there was a line i said this on my stream the other day if there was a line activision fucking walked up to that line did a fucking like lord of the dance michael laflatley shit right in front of it kicked some dirt on it took a piss over the line not technically stepping over it and then just hung out there and laughed for a bit and that's basically how close you're getting to subliminal messaging because it it then builds on that after they make the purchase there is more uh, to it as well that was to make them go back to the, like going back to the well and keep buying shit. Oh, yeah. And it was crazy. Yeah. And so they patented this in 2015. They're saying that they haven't actually included this in any of their multiplayer games as of yet. But what it does show is that they are putting a substantial amount of thought into how to extract every last Does this surprise dollar. you? Does this surprise you? I mean, it's we not, talked about it, this it before. This is what they it, do. This is how they make not, their money. It's not that it's surprising, but it's fucked up. <laughs> like you're watching, like like it's obvious because because most people look at this at the surface level, right? Mm. And they see, okay, uh, the game is putting items that give an advantage to players in the game. Obviously, they want you to buy loot boxes. Mm. Right? So that's like the obvious kind of surface level shit that you would observe. Or, hey, they made uh, the purchasing of loot boxes take a really long time to build up in game currency in order to purchase one so that you're more likely to buy it with real money. Okay, that's pretty surface. But when you're talking when you're talking about the matchmaking system, which is out of the public eye, mar- matching up what they're calling marquee players, with players that haven't really spent any money in the game, and then getting them to want to be like the marquee player and haven't spent money on it, mm-hmm. and then oh, this was part of it. So once you've once they've purchased it, they will the matchmaking system will actually match them up with other people with similar gear that they just bought to uh, that who are also good with that that item to instill in their mind that they made a good purchasing decision. And want to go and, and and buy something else because they made a good purchasing decision. So it's it's, I mean, marketing marketing does all sorts of this kind of you know weird background shit uh, in general. And depending on what country you're in, you get away with more or less. Like Canada's advertising standards are different than the U.S., for example. 
and over across the pond it would be different still, and in Australia it would be different. But this kind of thing, I think if you, if you, this is how I view it. If you put this out in front of the player base and they saw this, I think that goes over worse Mm. than the surface stuff we just talked about. Uh, or I just mentioned like the stuff where, oh, they have, you know, they're trying to get you to buy it because the in-game currency takes forever to uh, accrue. Mm -hmm. If you look at that and say, you're manipulating me without even me knowing it. Mm -hmm to buy more of the shit in your game. I think that goes over a lot worse than just the regular surface stuff that people are usually concerned with when it comes to microtransactions. So how, how do you, seeing this, what's, what are your, your thoughts uh, about it? Well, I, I think it's interesting that it even got leaked. Like, how do, they, how, how do people know? Well, that- patents are filed and they're public, they're public, right? So Glixel came across the patent and... There you go. Mm. Now, do you, <laughs> so that's how it happened. Do you think? Do you think? Um, <laughs> I mean, Activision could spin this, right? They they could turn this around. and They could say, "Hey, you know, we patent this so that nobody in the industry will do this, uh, and we we're making sure of it." So, you know, they they could they could spin it. I don't think anyone's gonna buy that. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's uh, gonna buy that. No I feel like that goes ain't over no even worse. That, yeah, ain't nobody buying no, that shit. But I mean, no. you know, they could they could try and throw. It. I wouldn't put no. it past Activision's dumbass to like try something stupid like no. that. You know, I think the best they've done now is said we haven't used it yet. Yeah, well, like that's 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 the best they could do in the situation. Is, is and this is what they've done is they said, look, you know, I know this looks bad, but we haven't used it, so technically we're not assholes yet. Yeah, like that's basically. You know, kind of how it is. But if if you found out a game was doing this and you had actually actively made purchased in, uh, purchases in the game and then you found out that the game was doing this afterwards, yeah. how would that make you feel as like a consumer? Oh, I mean, it would piss me off. It would it would absolutely piss me off. I mean, listen, marketing is marketing. I can't fault a company for trying to maximize the amount of money that they make. But there there comes a there comes a time where I mean, ethic like in terms of ethics. Ethically speaking, you don't you don't take somebody that has given already given you your your money for your product and have paid for. And, and these day and ages, you never really get a complete game anyway. It's very it's like it's rare. Mm-hmm. But anyway, mm-hmm. they give you your money to play a game, and typically when you're playing multiplayer and shooters or whatever, people people don't buy items and then have the one up on you it's it's sort of just it's an even playing field you're usually spending money for skins and things like that um so so that's fine like you know doing that but if they were legitimately like if they got this deep like psychologically and i understand like you know marketing is a psychological thing you got to figure out you know what what people want um you also have to trick them into thinking it's what they want without because ultimately the consumer wants to be the one that decides if they want a product or not they if they feel as though they've been steered into a direction without without them coming up with the idea themselves that they wanted it that's when they feel swindled that's when they feel like (laughs) that's when they feel like you know fuck these guys but if you do it smartly enough and you're you're smart enough you can make it so that people do what you want them to do, but it feels as though it's their idea. And so they they yeah. they go, oh, hey, I'm 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 the smart one here. I'm in a matchmaking. I'm seeing that this scar, whatever, is the one 
killing a lot of people. I keep getting fucking raped by this this scar, and I'm tired yeah. of it. I need to get this yeah. scar. This scar costs five bucks. Well, hey, you know what's five dollars? I, I, you know, I, I, yeah. I can go and spend this five bucks and not have this problem anymore, or at least have an even playing field. And hey, I'm the smart guy that thought about this. I'm the one that came into the game, realized that this guy has been shooting me with these guys, have been killing me with these guns. And now I'm going to have the upper hand on people that didn't think of this. And so I'm going to be the one now in the driver's seat against these non-marquee players. Although, you know, they don't know they don't know that they're they're being swindled. But, you know, that I, I think it's genius. I really do. And, and I have to I have to give props to Activision in terms of like a business sense in understanding how to extract as much money as possible. You as as a businessman, you just you have to respect the 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 tenacity and the balls the 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 I don't give a fuck being unapologetic about success listen I respect the hell out of that but at the end of the day when you do cross that line and people find out about it you have to be as equally unapologetic about your 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 means of which to make money so if they come out and they say hey you know this this was a thing that we thought about we didn't implement it in the game we we wanted to patent it just in case somebody else thought of the idea. We want to hop on it first. We'll be honest. We thought that this was going to be it. But, hey, we've ultimately decided as a team uh, and a company that this was probably not the best way to go. Um, and and we decided not to do that. If they come out and they say something like that, then at the end of the day, I don't care. I mean, is this the thing that, that's going to get people to hate Activision? They already hate Activision. No. The ones that already yeah. hate them, hate them. So it is what it is. Is it greasy as all fuck? Yes, absolutely. You go to a matchmaking game, and they're purposely putting you against people that are going to fucking own you <laughs> so that you're having a bad time, so that you feel the urge to go out and buy better weapons, and then they're going to match you up against people like that again to make it feel like, oh, I'm not sucking as much now because I'm even. <laughs> and, and it's like a false sense of uh, of accomplishment. It's just, yeah, it's greasy as all shit. But, hey, respect to the grind. It, I... I'm I'm conflicted. I, I love it and I hate it at the same time. But I do like the fact they didn't use it, if that's the truth. If they didn't actually use it, then whatever. Apparently, they haven't used it. Now, that doesn't mean they haven't used it because they thought it was unethical. It doesn't mean the opposite of that either. But, um, you know, the question is now, will they use it now that it's gotten out in the open? <laughs> I doubt it. I doubt it. I mean, now uh, it would just I feel be... Like you know, they might use a modified version of it to try and skirt around it a bit, but I, I would be surprised if they if they did use it. But yeah, it is. It is. And like you said, you know, obviously, if, if you're looking at it from a completely capitalistic perspective, this is intelligent. It's fucked up, but it's intelligent. Uh, and that's about where you draw the line at that point. Uh, I mean, I can, I can respect... I don't know if I can say I can respect yeah, yeah, that's, it. I know respect is definitely a tough word to use um, in this situation. I, I will but, say yeah. I understand yeah. why they're doing it, yeah. uh, but I would I I would I would reserve the word respect for those who can who can earn people's dollars uh, without. Ba- I'm going to call this swindling, subliminal messaging. It's, it's, I mean, you're swindling people. You're, you're, I mean, this is, this is some, oh, you just flashed a single frame of a Coke can during a movie type shit. Yeah. Like this is fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll say I understand it, but it's, it's kind of crazy. Now th- I, I think this will be interesting if they ever use it, uh, or if they use uh, a modified version of it to try and get around it or something. Cause it is, it's a bit much. 
It's a bit much. Uh, they immediately, of course, came out and were like, look, this Destiny 2 came and said, look, guys, fuck no. We're not using it here. We swear. We're not fucking using it. Please, God, keep buying all the shit in our game because <laughs> yeah. it's not it's it's not in there. Uh, in a related note, or in what many people are going to likely choose to make this a related note, EA, our other fav- favorite publisher uh, in the world, has closed the doors on Visceral Games. Or Visceral, I Ooh, guess. Oh, that's Dead I Space. That is Dead Space. Mm. So uh, they shuttered them... And uh, they were working for a long while on a Star Wars game. It was a single-player um, Star Wars title of some kind. And there, there are scant few screenshots of, of early, early stuff for this game. Um, and they, they came out and said, okay, well, we're, we're shutting down Visceral, and we are basically, they're dramatically overhauling the direction of this game. Uh, and the way that it's worded, if you read, if you read it all, and I don't know if they've got the thing in this article here. Um, yeah. Okay. So I'll, I'll just read this out so that you can see what it sounds like. And then, um, and then I'll, I'll say how I, like if I'm reading between the lines, what it sounds like to me based on this, mm-hmm. and then I'll, I'll, and then you can give your thoughts as well. So uh, throughout uh, throughout the development process, we have been testing the game concept with players, listening to the feedback about what and how they want to play, and closely tracking fundamental shifts in the marketplace. It has become uh, clear that to deliver an experience that players will want to come back to and enjoy for a long time to come, we need to pivot the design. We will maintain these stunning visuals, authenticity in the Star Wars universe, and focus on bringing a Star Wars story to life. More important, or importantly, uh, we are shifting the game to be a broader experience that allows for more variety and player agency, leaning into the capabilities of our Frostbite engine and reimagining central elements of the game to give players a Star Wars adventure of greater depth and breadth to explore. Um, it was described, and this is a quoted line, as a story-based linear adventure previously so when i hear this the bottom half of that paragraph is 310 percent for the shareholders it is as much fluff and and brand name dropping as humanly possible with some spin uh to make it sound to the investors like not all hope has been lost and we're going to bring this bad boy back bigger and better than ever but what i'm reading up when I'm reading the rest of this and it's talking about pivoting the design and going into broadening the experience and giving more player agency and, uh, and looking at tracking the fundamental shifts in the marketplace. Um, and more importantly, or most importantly to me, will want, uh, that players will want to come back to enjoy to and enjoy for a long time to come. All of that sounds like to me is, we couldn't make this single-player Star Wars game include enough microtransactions and multiplayer-related content to give it a, a longer-term revenue pull or a long-tail revenue stream. And so 
with that and the length of the project to date and the amount of money that we put into it, we're going to take this linear single-player experience and just create another loot box-laden multiplayer Star Wars clusterfuck that will broaden it and make it a more enjoyable experience the players will want to come back to and play for a long time and hopefully put continued amounts of money in our pockets is what that sounds like to me um this is uh, this is i mean and it and it, it makes sense to me as well because they called i believe it was the second dead space or something a failure uh, and not profitable enough. This is a game that they spent like sixty million dollars on, and then sold four some some four million copies. Which means, I <laughs> mean, when's the last time they made a lot? When's of money the last time you heard a game sell four million copies, and the developer went, "You know what? Yeah. It's just not doing it for us." Yeah, it's like it's, it's the last like time if, I heard that. Yeah, it's was uh, Square Enix talking about the original Tomb Raider reboot that they did where it sold like 5 million copies or something like that or 7 or something. It was between 5 and 7 and or, or somewhere in that neighborhood if I remember correctly. And they were like, yeah, that didn't sell well enough. And everybody in the industry went, excuse me? Yeah. Do you know how, are you trying to be Call of Duty? Well, here's, here's, here's the issue and we're running with it in Hollywood too. The, 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 big, the big thing is, is now a movie when it a blockbuster hits theater, so whether it's Fast and the Furious, uh, Star Wars, dollar. if it's not a billion dollars, it's not considered successful, uh, which is ludicrous because most of these movies, these blo- big blockbuster movies, may cost $200 million to make, put about another $150 million into marketing. So, I mean, even at, even at half a billion dollars, before it hits any type of Netflix, direct TV, uh, any of it, just uh, making a hundred mil sales, plus. any nothing. I mean, this is just theater tickets. If it doesn't reach a billion dollars, it's not considered successful. And it's sort of the same thing now in video games, where with all this DLC bullshit, we have to understand. And we've been talking about DLC a lot, but we have to really understand that when you guys buy a video game, the purchase price in a lot of these games is a small percentage of what they're actually going to make on the game. Because if they do it right in terms of microtransactions, they are going to get more money out of the consumer than what you've actually paid to get into the game in the first place. Now, this may not be for every title. Sometimes there are $80 titles. You're going to spend $20, $30 in DLC. But the thing is, there's a lot of longevity in that. There's also value in you staying with the game. We're in a time now where... New games are coming out all the time. There's a lot of great games coming out all the time. We're seeing games like PUBG, Fortnite. You got League of Legends. You've got uh, you know card games. You've got it all. There's definitely games that people are attached to. And a lot of these other games that come out, whether it's Call of Duty and you get a new one every year, year and a half, or it's some kind of Star Wars game or whatever, the attachment to those games are, it's like, it's like, it's, it's like going on a vacation and fucking a hot chick, right? You're going to slam and bang, and you're going to go home to your life, and then that's the show. You're never going to talk to her again, right? So what these guys, were, were, where they're making a lot of money, not only in terms of the, the transactions, the microtransactions, but it's to keep you engaged with the game. Like, there's value in that. Like, just having somebody play Call of Duty 
for an entire year until the company is work is getting ready to release or announce their next project to get you excited about that. There's value in that. If you can get somebody attached to a game three or four months after it's released, that's a huge success. Most people that buy single player games, they play it for a week, and that shit is that that shit is like yesterday's news. Like he, you're gonna play a game and then never play, never turn it on again, ever. And then three years down the road, when the next title comes out, you're gonna ask yourself, did I have enough fun with that game? You know, is this really worth? Did I really like number two? And by the way, what else is coming out this week? Can I afford to get two of these games? It's one or the other. So the way that they're doing these things, it is it's genius, but they're desperate. And it's the same thing with Hollywood is if they do not pump these microtransactions, if they do not make this these continued amounts of money, it's not going to be a success. Like you said, four million copies sold. I mean, you think about that three years down three years ago, that game is is considered a huge deal. Like five years ago, the game is massive. You know, you sell four or five million copies of a game. I mean, you're the next game is greenlit. Everybody, yeah. everybody's fucking praising you on the streets. They've got Dude, signs you sell holding a million up. copies. Exactly. I mean, the people are going fucking nuts, right? Um, so now it's 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 creating this false sense of of uh, of success when a game actually does well because everything is blown up. It's like when you go to the theater and they count these movie ticket prices, and now a lot of movies wants to throw 3D on there because that extra three dollars on a movie ticket really bumps up the amount of money that the that the the movie can make. Oh, that's a huge amount so, of money. So so ultimately if you got rid of that $3 ticket or that IMAX purchase, the the sales would be significantly less and they understand that. So they need those microtransactions just like in video games to to bump that artificial number up even though it is a real dollar amount. It's it artificially it, it makes it so that everybody needs to fucking pump microtransactions because if they don't they're a loser. They're, you know, partners don't want to partner up with them. They, they're, they're lo- they, they feel like they're, they're behind their, their shareholders are going crazy. They're going, what the fuck? You know, I've got millions of dollars in this company here and your last game only sold 4 million copies yet, yet Grand Theft Auto sold 10, 15, 20. What are you guys doing here? Like I'm, I'm, you, you guys are going crazy, but you know, even as a developer, you, 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 you try, <laughs> you try and explain to them that, Hey, this is a huge success, man. This costs us $60 million to make. We we made two hundred million dollars on the game. That's not even microtransactions, but they don't care because they're because they're just they're looking they just at everything numbers. else. They, they, just, just, they, just, they numbers. just see numbers, and so that's what they're doing, bro. They're they're throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks, and that's how they're making their money. So yeah, I hear this. I don't even give a fuck about a Star Wars game, dude. Are Star Wars games actually really any good? The last one we got was the last good one that, in my opinion, that we got was uh, Knights of the Old Republic. That was like the last good Star Wars game. Well, that's game. why people were excited about Visceral's one because it was supposed to be another single-player thing, kind of like a Knights of the Old Republic. So that's why there was some there was some hope there that people were, you know, because Battlefront is a steaming oh. pile of dog shit. Oh. I mean, it's pretty. It's a pretty-looking piece of dog shit, but that's oh, it's, all. It's the prettiest. Yeah. It is, it is gorgeous. gold-plated... Yeah. Diamond encrusted headphones. Fucking Mayweather himself would wear this shit on a belt buckle. Yeah. It's so pretty. Yeah. And it is a pile of shit. Yeah. Just awful. Uh the the original Battlefront stuff on the Xbox, fire. And then so when they came out with Battlefront One and it was what it was, people were like, the fuck is this? 
Now here comes number two. They're hoping they were going to redeem themselves. Nope, Chuck Testa. So, you know, Star Wars is just be, you know, in the hands for games anyway. Just not doing so hot. And people were kind of looking forward to this visceral thing. And I can appreciate that that it is unlikely that that the studio or the game is being completely retooled just because it's a single player experience. But I can guarantee you that is absolutely a large portion of why this game is getting retooled. 100%. Because if you look at most of the games coming out right now, every it's it's a it's homogenous now. It's like the destiny effect. Yep. Every game, I swear to God, dude, in like three years from now. 70% of the games that we're getting advertised because they're like the big budget games showing up, Destiny clones. Yep. It's all going to look the exact fucking yep. same thing. It's, it's all the same game. It's going to get so bad that it, it, it's going to be a good thing because somebody's going to come out and say, you know what, we're tired of all this shit and we're going back to basics. We're going to make a good single player game that you're going to play from start to finish. There's no DLC involved. There's none of this fucking shit. You're going to spend your money. You're going to play a really good story, and you're going to love it at the end of it. And and it'll eventually get to that, where it, it won't be cool anymore to be pumping out Call of Duty and Destiny clones. They fucking suck. They suck yep. dick. Yep. And, and, yep. and I fucking hate them. I fucking yep. hate them. I won't buy Destiny yep. 2. I played, the, I played the beta. The fucking online multiplayer shit is just a godforsaken cesspool of AIDS. It's so bad. Yep. And you know what? If you guys out there, you like Destiny, I'm not hating on you. All right? Go ahead and enjoy Jeff, it. Jeff, it, there, it are, what it, there are almost 7 billion people in this world. Somebody's going to like the taste of dog shit. Yep. And, and you know what? It's fine. I, and I just don't, I just won't buy it. That's it. I just, I just won't buy it because I'm just, I'm tired of it. Right? I'm just, I'm tired of the, the, the same garbage that is out all the time. And that's why before when we had this conversation where you legitimately asked me, Jeff, do you even like video games? It's And the, the answer is the vast majority of them, I don't because I just don't care. <laughs> like, I, 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 and it comes, you know, you call me an old jaded gamer, can do whatever you want. Sure, they have their moments. Even in Destiny 2, I'm like, wow, this is very fluent. It feels nice. It's It runs smooth. It's great. And then you're four or five hours in and you realize now we're going to play the same four or five hours four or five hundred more times and nothing changes it's the same thing it's just pretty bells and whistles and that's the show and that's just not for me and I think eventually people are going to wake up and they're going to go I want something with substance I want something it's it's like in the movie industry where we're getting so many comic book movies so many superhero movies that now they're not special anymore it's just another one it's going can this how will this one set itself apart that's why Logan did so well. That's why Deadpool yep. did so well is because yep. finally you've got, okay, a genre that is working, that needs to be done for the sake of corporate and for the sake of big blockbuster movies, and that's just the way it's going. But at least they did something different, and they got rewarded handsomely for it. People respected it. And, you know, there were, there were the filthy casuals that were like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go to the movies, and I'm going to... You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch fucking, you know, Thor 7, and it's going to be awesome. And sure, there's fun to be had in it if you just want to shut your brain off and throw popcorn in your face and watch movies. Hey, I love doing that, too. I see a lot of shitty movies. I see a lot of okay movies, and I'm usually not mad when I leave leave the theater. But it's the movies that, that are different that you think about and you want to talk about and you want to see more of. It was like John Wick. You want to see more of that because it is... It is different. different. It's old, but it's a new old, and it's a different spin on things. So, 
um, yeah, I, I feel the same way about video games now, and, and it's I felt that way for a very, very long time, and that's specifically why I'm not a huge console gamer, because the vast majority of console games out there are all clones of other games, and it's just it's it's just not fun to me. I just don't find Dude, them. I don't so find speaking them fun. of clones of games, all right, you watched me play The Evil Within 2 a couple of times because you were doing video editing or something on the side, and you had me up. Alright, if you want to know what a clone, a game clone is, The Evil Within 2 is possibly the most paint-by-numbers video gaming experience I've had in years. They, they did nothing, and I mean nothing, did they actually do originally themselves in this game. They borrowed so heavily from so much source material... That it became a joke as to what to name the game. What are they going to rip off next? <laughs> like, it was just, what am I going to see next? Okay, so The Evil Within 2, for all intents and purposes, is is a hybrid between The Matrix. Uh, uh, what was the... Uh, the Last of Us? Uh, and... Um, oh, they threw in G-Man from Half-Life. Oh, okay. Which is pretty good. All right. Uh, and there were, so, there, were, there were several several other things, but they did, they did nothing really original, and they did nothing particularly amazing, and I felt like I... Have you ever played a game where... Uh, oh, Silent Hill. Yes. Oh, my God. Silent Hill. Sweet Jesus. Did they ever fuck... Uh, like, one of, the, one of the bosses and areas, I felt like I was playing Silent Hill 3. I felt like I was back in the hospital... And I was just playing Silent Hill 3 in the year 2017. It was real, real screwy. Um, have you ever played a game and gotten like halfway through it and had no idea what the fuck just happened for like the last 15 hours? Have you ever, have you ever just, and not in a good, not like as a, oh, time flies when you're having fun, but I just... Nothing has happened. It's called, being, it's called a pointless game. It's, it's called just playing like something. Like you're going through the motions. Yeah. Like like I'm in there and I'm shooting. I'm shooting bad dudes and like, oh, there's spoopy guys and whatever. And and I had no idea. I, I got there was a point where I went from chapter five to like chapter like nine, and I said out loud on stream, I was like, "The fuck happened to the last four chapters?" Nothing. You, I don't remember just what just happened. Of events. That was it. It. It, For, by the sounds of it, it sounded just like an easy cop-out game. It sounds like a game they slap together. It's going to be successful, so they can get a third one going. Dude, the reviews on this game... That's it. Fucking confuse the ever-living fuck out of me. I mean, the first game confused me because some one Game trailers, bless their souls, now that the website shut down, said that the first Evil Within was a survival horror masterpiece, and I almost vomited just repeating those words right now. Evil Within 2 comes around, and I was like, alright, I'm playing it, and it plays better than the first one, because the first one hurt, hurt to even play. I didn't play. play either, and I promised the stream that I will play both of them, so I'm, I'm gonna, oh, I'm, I'm preparing my I'm body. Watching, I'm, I'm watching all that I'm shit. I'm preparing my fucking body. Um, so, so it played, like, mechanically, and like, smooth, and like, how smooth the game is, because the first game on PC was busted as fuck. Just a hot mess. You had to do all sorts of fuckery to get it to run properly. You even had to hack it at one point to get 60 frames per second. It was a complete gong show. But, uh, second one, all these, uh, th that wasn't a problem. The game, as a game, like, uh, like a shell, 
was pretty much fine. Don't play with a controller, because you're going to want to literally hang yourself by your dick uh, in about an hour in. You can't aim to save your life, no matter what sensitivity you put on it, because there's no... There's no difference between your your sensitivity when you're when you're walking around and sensitivity when you're scoped in with a gun, and the you know when you're using controllers on uh, in games, uh, every game has their own like acceleration on an analog stick. So when you go to aim for the first little bit when you're first starting to move because the game is thinking maybe you're just trying to make like a a small kind of movement, it's pretty slow. And then it will ramp up in speed how fast yep. the movement is yep. that acceleration. Yep. Okay. This game goes goes from dead as a fucking doorknob in terms of speed to fucking ran the, the fucking Kessel Run and whatever, like fucking four parsecs, whatever the shit is just the Millennium Falcon, just hyper speed. And so you'll be trying to aim and you'll and you'll go to make like a fucking minor movement and you'll you'll move through molasses for like the first fucking hundred milliseconds and then you're aiming like behind you and you're like, the fuck? <laughs> and then you're trying to fucking line these headshots up because credit to Evil Within. If there's one thing that I wish other games did that was similar to Evil Within the enemies move so fucking unpredictable that you're trying to line up a headshot and even though you think you see a pattern, there ain't a fucking pattern there and they're coming at you and you will miss like four bullets just because they're like <laughs> fucking like Neo dodging your ass Mayweather in the middle of the hallway. That's, oh, just every, <laughs> you can't hit shit and that's actually really good. But I plugged, dude, I plugged a mouse in. Give an example of this. There's a mini game in, in there for like target practice. I played with the controller. I was just shitting the bed. I couldn't hit a fucking target to save my life. Next day, I plugged the game in, played with the keyboard and mouse. I ripped the hardest difficulty on like my fourth try. Yeah. It is night and day. So if you play two, for the love of God. Mouse and keyboard. <laughs> mouse and keyboard, that bad boy for sure. Um, but it's. Uh, it doesn't scare you. It won't. It's a bad thriller and a bad horror because they didn't want to do either or. They didn't want to commit. Mm -hmm. So they do neither of those two things well. And my favorite part, spoiler alert, and I, this is not story spoiler necessarily, but there is a point in Evil Within 2 where they even borrow from the first game. Mm. And not just like a minor way. Mm. You do a fucking boss rush of the main bosses from the first game at one point in the Evil Within 2 mm. so that they could recycle mm. the bosses yeah. from the first game. Can't wait. Looking you want to know how many... You want to know how many bosses came before that boss rush in this game? So, the unique bosses from The Evil Within 2? Two. <laughs> Their budget, man. It's a budget. Two! You have to get the new bosses on the DLC. Oh, it's bad. So, it's, it's, it's a game that I can't say that it's like a really shit, shit game. But it's also not a good game. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's like at best, uh, I'm going to do the review tomorrow for, uh, for my YouTube channel, and my website, and it's probably going to be sit somewhere around a three, maybe a two out of five, because it's not like it's broken. It's not that it's busted up, uh, or anything in particular. It's, it's just the most going through the motions game I've ever played in a long fucking time while also borrowing so heavily from everything that you've probably already played or watched in your lifetime that you feel like you already know everything that's going to happen as it's happening. So nothing surprises you. 
Nothing catches you off guard. Uh, it does some... We, you're going to laugh at the end of this game, dude. You're going to laugh at the end of the first one for a totally different reason. But the, you're gonna, the end of the second one, you're going to... As a movie guy, yeah. you're gonna I mean you're gonna know when it happens. When it pops up, you're gonna fucking know you're gonna think about me telling it. You're All gonna right. be like, oh my god, this is All bad. Right. All right. You're gonna see it fucking coming. Yeah. It's just it's it's a hot mess. So Evil Within 2, my quick review is uh if you wanted if you desperately are looking for 80 Canadian dollars to just piss away, huh. go buy this game. Huh. <laughs> uh if you want to have a real horror experience, there are so many more games that will do it infinitely better. Than the Evil Within Two, uh, with more original stories, better voice acting, uh, and 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 general all altogether more creative, uh, just better. Don't buy it. Don't don't just don't no. If you really 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 like the first one, think about it. Maybe wait until it's like forty bucks. Yeah, that, eighty. That won't take long. Eighty. Yeah, no. <sighs> <sighs> I mean. Shit, uh, uh, it's 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 rough, but yeah, just uh, I I want to talk about that because like we were talking about this homogenization of games and and ho- the horror genre is one that doesn't really you wouldn't associate with the homogenization like you uh, associate that with like the the first person <coughs> shooter shit, right? So when I was playing it, and I was like, "Am I playing Call of Duty the horror game right now? Is that what's yes, happening? Because I because I feel like that's what I'm playing right now." Yep. So. Um, also shout outs to Silent Hill. You should still go back and play those games because oh, they fun. will actually scare you, yeah. uh, much better. Uh, and as always, hashtag fuck Resident Evil, uh, anything after three. <laughs> uh, four was good. Four was an action game. Yeah. I liked four. It was a good, it was a good game, but I don't consider it to be horror or yeah. I suppose I, like it was, it just turned into an action game it was with 28 days later. Yeah, pretty much. Um, So good game, technically speaking, but not a uh, not really a a horror game. Didn't really feel like Resident Evil. And then five, six, and seven just stop. Stop the madness. Just stop, please. Too much. We've gone too far, ladies and gentlemen. It is that time for the manual advertisement space. Mm, Second half done already. Jeez, that. No, that's the first half. Oh, okay. There we go. Of, of, that's say. the first half of side A. We still got to talk about movies and stuff, okay. but we got to add in that that manual that manual sellout. You want to take this to this week's manual yeah, I'll sellout take it. mode? I'll take all it. All right, yo, hit us up. Shout outs to all of our uh, all of our Patreon supporters here. It's what keep the lights on. Um, let me see. Let me go over to the technical. What are we at right now? We're at uh, last time I checked. Wow, we're at forty one hundred fifteen dollars. That might actually be a record for us. I don't know. That might actually be a record. So a big, if not, it's awful close. Yeah. So a big, big thank you everybody that is showing love over there. If you are enjoying the podcast, uh, even if you you don't have money to spend, not all, not everybody has money, and this is a free podcast. The best way to show your support is uh, give us a rating on iTunes. Go over onto iTunes, give us a rating, five star, well, preferably ninety. Actually, right now we're like, trying we, to get we to one hundred. Catch a couple. We're trying to get to hundred. We're super consistent with this. We enjoy doing it. Um, yeah, and if we get to 5,000, we're going to do a, uh, D&D session. We're going to do our a first D&D session ever, which will definitely be entertaining. We'll have to live stream it as well, because that, because that, we're not, be... we're not Critical Role, and Critical Role just ended, so if you're it looking ended? for a fix, it ended, they finished it, dude. Oh, right, well, they are, which, they and, must and, be bringing and of course, it back for, like, another season or something. 
I have no idea, but of course everyone was just crying for like five straight fucking hours on that shit because they've been doing it for like how many years now? Like two or three they years. They got to be coming for back. Role. I mean, that thing's a fucking like money pit where you just like yeah. where you just collect but this, money. Uh, just this campaign specifically, they they ended uh, the, the okay, campaign. Okay. They reached the they reached the end of it. So I have no idea. I don't watch it because I don't have the time for that. But I know I've watched like bits and pieces, and it is for all intents and purposes the greatest Dungeons and Dragons related content I think possibly ever created. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you have voice actors, yeah, for God's sake. It looked incredible. Their production was amazing. They took all the oh, money yeah. that they were given and put it to use and created an awesome show. So, oh, uh, But back to our show. Go and show some yes. love over on Technical <laughs> Alpha, not over on Roleplay. All right? Bring, <laughs> take it all over to Technical Alpha. And, uh, yeah, and then, of course, we got the sweet swag. Uh, Panic has been shipping those out. I know it, it's been a long process um, sometimes we have to kick panic in the ass a little bit to get him to ship more out more quickly, but we also understand it's a huge endeavor because he is he is shipping out the first batch of everything. And you guys gotta understand there are hundreds of people um that are being shipped items. So some of you guys may have already received your items, uh, which That's is great. Possible, yeah. And if you have, and make sure you tweet, tweet us out. out or something. Yeah, tweet it out yeah. to us. Uh, we would love to see the swag. And uh, yeah, so so that's what's going on. And we're gonna have to come up with a shirt or a sweater or something soon for the for the holiday season. But beyond that, we're we're just enjoying it, and uh, we appreciate everybody that has been supporting us over on Patreon because uh, it makes us doing this a lot easier. <laughs> it makes it. Uh, I'm gonna tell you this right now. Uh, I would be not. I would. I would not be eating nearly as well. Yeah. If this podcast wasn't doing as well on Patreon, so uh, so thank you guys. Yeah, and you know what? I'll, I'll be honest support. as well. I mean, I haven't been as aggressive in terms of uh, trying to make money uh, uh, because this has been a nice substitute for things like, you know, I dropped G2A and things like that, and I, I, I didn't have to... This was just a nice supplement that made sense, and I didn't feel the need to try and replenish that in another way. So I want to thank you guys as well. That, uh, you know, it, 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 it really does go a long way. I mean, you wouldn't think that even a dollar or five dollars on a on a Patreon would go a long way. But when you're doing it with hundreds of people, uh, it really does make a difference. So thanks again. And uh, we're going to just keep keep slamming these out. Mm, we're at 92 reviews right now, bro. We're less it's than 10 away. It's the dream. The dream. The 100 review dream. But there you go. There's our manual hashtag ad Hashtag sellout mm. uh, for uh, for this week. So moving on to our equally long list of stuff for movies. <laughs> I'll help us out a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you've got some other stuff that I couldn't find here. I, I ran through a bunch of stuff. I couldn't really see anything super exciting. So maybe you've got some more. The first thing, this just caught my attention because I'm half surprised, half not surprised. I just wanted to know what your take on it was as well. I don't know if you've seen it yet. Um... Blade Runner 2049, not doing particularly well in theaters. And I've seen several different, you know, takes on this. Uh, for a while, I saw that people were complaining the, the, the like, weird stealth advertising campaign they did for this, uh, for this movie and not something that was a little bit more overt and in the eyes, you know, of the general populace. Um, Blade Runner, the original, is considered to be uh, a very it's a it's a it's a it's a sci-fi classic it's 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 
it's going to be in mo- in a lot of people's top five I'll science be honest, fiction. I'll be honest. I don't like the original. Not Neither even, do I. Not even a little bit. I'm going to give you a fucking virtual high five yeah. for being in the club I, of that I, fucking movie I want, is what? I rewatched it. <laughs> I rewatched. Kale and I watched it before. I bought it. Oh, well, fuck. Rip your money. The director's version, like, like the, like the, this is my, like, yeah. you know, the one that has a little clip at the beginning. This, we sat down and we scanned the original 35 millimeter and the audio and everything is just the way I wanted it to be and all that shit. So I watched that one. Yeah. It's, it's uh, like three versions. It's, it's not, it's, it, for me, it's, it's not, I, I appreciate what it is and I enjoyed it for what it was. But at the end of the day, it it, it it does not translate well now. It it's not a movie that holds up. Um, I think a, I think a movie like The Fifth Element holds up a lot more than Blade Runner. Um, and it they both kind of have the same level of like it. Mi- I don't it know. It might it's- be the most overrated movie I've ever watched. If I'm honest, like I, I've I've watched a lot of hyped up movies. Because you know, you know, and you've explained this to people before. I'm I'm not the the, the hyper movie addict, so I'm going to watch movies that people have likely talked up more because yeah. I'm not a guy that watches a huge amount of movies. So I tend to watch ones that other people kind of say are are really good. So I had I had not seen Blade Runner Forever and Ever and Ever, despite having been told yeah. many times that it is this spectacular movie. And so I said, great. And I, I clarified with people because there are three different versions of this, of this, the theatrical, and then there's another one, and then there's the the definitive or whatever that I bought, the one that the director, yeah. like it was the director's cut, basically, of, yeah. this, of this movie, um, which didn't have the, the, the voiceover that the theatrical version had. Uh, and apparently the idea was the, the voiceover was because in test screenings, people didn't, didn't understand, understand the fuck was going was on. Going on. Yeah. Well, it's, it's a uh, dumb down. They dumb it. They dumb it down for the audience. They assume the audience is stupid, essentially. Yeah. And so yeah. they just hand feed you what is going on. Um, same with same with some of the flashbacks. I think in the director's cut, they don't show some of like uh, flashbacks where where you mm-hmm. start piecing things together yourself. You're like, oh yeah, that's why they showed that. But mm-hmm. um, but Blade Runner uh, 2049 not only was a significantly better movie than the first one. It looked incredible. It might actually be one of the prettiest movies I've seen since uh, The Revenant, um, the Leonardo DiCaprio movie. I, I, I saw um, Blade Runner 2049 in IMAX. I fell asleep for about five minutes, and falling asleep <laughs> in a movie like that is a bad life choice because— In it, IMAX? You, it, it, well, the thing is, is like when you fall asleep <sighs> in a movie like that, five minutes could be like an entire story. Because yep. you miss one little thing, yep. and Rip. you're you're you don't even know what's going on. So I was dozing off. Like I saw a late show. It was ten thirty at night. I had an energy drink, but I was just like I was bored. I was just like I I loved everybody in it. Harrison Ford crushed the role. I think I think this is his best performance he's done in years. Um, Ryan Gosling was amazing. Uh, I really liked uh, Dave Bautista's character. I thought everybody involved in the movie, there was a wicked sex scene that was like really out there, kind of sexy, kind of hot. Um, it was very, very amazing. It was almost like watching a newer version of The Matrix, but okay. um, but without the action. Um, there, there, okay. there was definitely action in this movie, a lot more in the first one. But it was, do I, do I think because you hated the first one, you shouldn't see this? No, I I, I I wanted to watch it as a spectacle more more so than just 
I, I, I think don't if get, you do I, watch I'm, this, it should yeah. be done in IMAX because you're yeah. gonna you're you're it's gonna blow your mind. Uh, yeah. The stuff that they did with this movie, the technology is just insane. Mm. Uh, but at the end of the day, it, it's not a movie for me. It, it's a it's I don't really like. It's it's pretentious. It's it's hey I I'm so smart. I, I I'm doing so many smart things. I don't. If I'm going to be honest with you, I don't really think it's smart. <laughs> I think I think it wants to be smart. Yeah. Uh. But I mean, it's the type. It's the type of smart where it's like you know uh, a wise. Uh, it's like a wise man. You know knows that he doesn't know ever any you know everything type shit yeah. right. This the first Blade Runner was smart in the kind of way where it was somebody who was relatively intelligent but was convinced they knew fucking everything in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's not like the like this is what confused me about it. People were like when I said I didn't like Blade Runner, obviously people in my community were like, "Well, holy fuck, what the shit?" And I and I was like, guys, I mean seriously, I don't like people say that it's like this super deep intellectual fucking experience is like i get what the movie is going for i understand thematically and everything that's that's happening here there's nothing smart there like it's just like these aren't themes that haven't been done before i I feel like i well back then i mean a movie back then it was it was something it was almost like watching a sort of inception now right where i could i could see when it originally released where people go because we've seen it now right we're like oh you know we know we know what this is going to be and a lot of movies have taken things from blade runner and and kind of of expanded on it so i get that but if you're new to it and you're watching it today, I'm not saying you can't enjoy it, but it, I, I I don't think there's going to be that attachment. It's kind of like me with From Dust Till Dawn. I absolutely love it. It's like a cult movie that people loved it or just are like, what the yeah. fuck did I just watch, dude? This this here's, is just here's out there. my question for you for the first Blade Runner then, and this is one that doesn't that isn't time specific. Like the themes, for example, would definitely be time specific in terms of their impact. Uh, one of my biggest gripes with the first movie was that there was a basic lack of character development of any kind there was there was there was passive character development it was there mm. but it was so thin yep. that it made some of the scenes in that movie well that's uncomfortable but i think that's why i think that's why also people liked it is because it was supposed to be like that you you you're you're trying to figure out who is uh, a replicant or whatever yeah replicant right that's what they yeah, call like them yeah like who is and, and who, who isn't, isn't, who isn't. Is, and the is thing is Deckard a replicant exactly so the thing the thing <laughs> is is it was meant to be like that it wasn't so much about the characters. It was more about what is really going on and and the the bigger picture behind it. And so it was. It's a thought provoking movie, but I don't think it's as thought provoking as what people think it out to be. And I think the people that yeah. kind of figured it out and understood it, they kind of got on their own high horse a little bit and is like, oh well, you just don't understand it. Like I understand it. Like I, yeah. you know, you know, my yeah. my theory's right and 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 whatever. And that's cool. I mean, hey. When when a movie does that, that's a successful film. Like when a movie can can really get people talking about it afterwards and fighting for it and and all that stuff, that's great. But 20, 2049, it's it's just a far more enjoyable movie in every way, shape, or form. It really is. Um, I thought the climax of the movie was well done, and I 
the the story there's more to it than the first one and the payoff is much better so and there are characters in it but once again it doesn't really expand on those characters um it's still one of those story driven make you think twists and turns more twists and turns you're questioning this, questioning that. It's just one yeah. of those movies I can't really talk about without just, spoiling it. But yeah, it's one of I those things just where not, I'm just not just into not, those movies. I just yeah. don't really. I'm, and 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 that's coming from a guy that can appreciate non-action movies. Like I could go to a three-hour movie and sit there and watch like Wolf on Wall Street or yeah. you know some long-ass movie that did not a lot happens in it. As long as there's good character development and I'm I care about the people and it's good script. Everything was there for this. It just doesn't speak to me, but I could still appreciate it. If I had to give it a rating out of 10, I would give it like a seven and a half. I mean, I went in expecting it to be dog shit because I hated the first one. I'm like, if I hate the first one, I'm going to fucking really hate this. But everyone's like, dude, you got to see it in IMAX. So awesome. And it was. It was. It looked so fucking pretty, dude. It was like. It was almost it was almost interstellar good in terms of like the 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 visual. It was it wasn't on the it wasn't on the level of of interstellar that high or like an avatar experience, but it really was something special, man. It, it looked cool and the technology and it was just to die for. It was like, man, if they put this stuff in an actually good movie, I mean, wow. You know, and that says a lot because there's people out there that love this, but then there's people oh, out yeah. there that didn't like this. So Oh yeah, it is what it is. But in terms of it being successful and not successful, it's already made all of its money back. Um, it, it it it's already profitable. I think it's once again we go down this road where what is considered a success. Obviously, a movie like this, they weren't expecting to make a billion dollars. I think they were expecting it to to be a little bit more because of the name and and who's involved in it. But at the end of the day, I th- I still think it's pretty successful. I don't think we're going to get another one. I think that's this is going to be the show. Um, I like the timeline in it. I thought it was, I thought the movie in general was success. It's just these sci-fis that don't have big brands behind them. Uh, they, they struggle. So for example, like, um, uh, Tron, Tron struggled too in the box office. And although that was a fun movie and it looked amazing and it had relative success, they deemed it not overly successful because it really didn't, it didn't blow everybody's expectations in terms of box office. Um, so that kind of falls the same category. Same with, uh, Tom Cruise, uh, live, die and repeat, uh, edge of tomorrow, an amazing film, amazing, but wasn't considered a huge success because it didn't have a massive box office. It, it, once word of mouth came, it started to do a lot better. Uh, and apparently we're getting another one. So, you know, that that's, it's this weird sci-fi same with, uh, Valerian that came out that, the, the sci-fi uh, Valerian that bombed. I mean, that movie actually bombed. And I went to see it twice in theater. Twice! <laughs> and I never go see a movie twice in theater. That's how much I liked it. So, you know, it, it's these sci-fis, and that's... Adam, this is why uh, Hollywood makes the same movies, is because it doesn't matter how good of a film you have. The filthy casuals want to see Captain America. They want to see... They want to see well, Saul 12. I, they want to I go do, and see the same shit. I, I do think that 2049 had a had a questionable advertising campaign. To be honest with you, like for the people involved in this movie, you would have met. Like I would have thought that I would have been seeing this shit on TV way more, hearing it about it on the radio way more, seeing it in online advertising way more. I barely fucking saw shit all about 2049. 
And it was weird to me because I'm thinking, you know, this is this is a movie that is a direct sequel to what is considered now to be one of the most important science fiction movies of our lifetime. You've got Harrison Ford coming back. You've got Ryan Gosling, who is not exactly a small time guy. Nope. You got Batista in there, who is who has built a name for himself now that people would recognize as well. Yep. And and it's a it's a spectacle film. It's something that even if you didn't really like the film, you go in like you were saying. It is a it is a sight and a sound to behold uh, in the theater. Yep. Well, the problem and, is the problem is, yeah. and, and sorry to cut him, but it, it, it's it's no, go the, for fa- it. the fact is it's a rated R sci-fi, mm. and the the they understand the demographic. So if they are slamming ads, like usually, typically when a movie is made, say it costs a hundred million, they're doing a hundred yeah. million in advertisement. So it's like they it's match like, like the it's budget. Like almost. It's, yeah, it's like whenever yeah. a movie, hundred fifty million dollar movie. $150 million in yeah. advertisement. You know, yeah, yeah. when 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 Avatar came out, it was like fucking 200 and something million to make and then another <laughs> 300 million in, in advertising. In advertising, yeah. Um, they did a lot of advertisement overseas, like in China and the foreign market because it 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 appeals a lot more to the 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 Asian market. There's a lot of um Asian uh it's it's hard to explain the the culture. It's um, it's this well, it's this weird mixture like of 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 you know in like Japan where people are like obsessed with American culture or like European yeah. culture. Yeah, it it's got it's like a mix between the two. It's it's almost as if it was made for them <laughs> and not right. specifically for us. Although it right. was for both. I think they did a lot more advertisement overseas for the foreign market than they did in the North American market. I definitely heard about it. I saw commercials. I was seeing. I go see a lot of movies, so they were showing a lot of previews. Well, that I could see like, for sure. Yeah, yeah, in the movie theater, I was seeing this trailer <laughs> yeah, like sure. every single time I went to the movie theater. So yeah. there's reasons why they do it, and typically, if they 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 have projections, and if they feel as though the movie's only going to make so much. They're only going to do so much advertisement because it's 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 a return on investment type thing, right? You're not going to dump money into something that, that well, has no, a hard cap. Well, no, of course not. No. So, uh, but yeah. Anyway, tr- um, uh, go go check it out, guys. Like seriously, it, it's. I, I don't want to tell you to go run out and see it, but I feel like if you are going to go see it, go see it on the biggest screen possible and just enjoy the mm. spectacle of it. And uh, it is a long movie. Prepare yourself, and if you're an individual with a short attention span. And you like to take a piss a lot during movies? Don't go see this. Watch it at home when no. you can pause it because the smallest things happen, and you need to be paying attention to everything that's going on on the screen because yeah, it, it all just kind of ties in. So as soon that. as you miss one little bit, all of a sudden you're way too far behind, and it's kind of hard to keep up for sure. Yeah. Uh, moving on. Many of us here on Twitch. Uh, got caught up in in the the wonderful Power Rangers marathon because it brought us back to the '90s and the majesty that is the Power Rangers, at least the original series. You know, Power Rangers got kind of weird after a while, but I'm gonna give shout outs to the original couple of series uh, at the very least. Apparently, the guy who played Tommy, the Green Ranger in the originals, who also came back for like several of the other series to reprise a role as either a green ranger or I think later on he was also a black ranger for a while. Um, in, and I think he played as recently in, in power rangers as 2014. Like this guy just keeps coming back. 
Uh, he's stayed with it. He's he does martial arts still um, as well. He does MMA related stuff on the on the side. Uh, he apparently has been talking with um, Cybin. Is that the company's name that did Power Rangers? Mm-hmm. Uh, and in the hopes of doing a solo Green Ranger movie, off and on for a long time, and they've they've been interested in it for a long time, but haven't haven't gone the whole way. He wants more than that now. He wants a Green Ranger version, a send-off movie like Logan for the Green Ranger. He wants a dark, gritty uh, Power Rangers movie, Green Ranger solo, where he gets his send-off and retires the character. That's what he wants. You know what? You know and what? I was, you know- <laughs> I was wondering how you thought about this, how you thought about this idea, Mr. Black. I, I think, uh, you know, I'm going to go ahead and use the word he's retarded, bro. I'm <laughs> go. Dude, the guy, the guy is trying. I mean, you know what? You can't blame a brother for trying. He's he's made a career off being the Green Ranger and he's living in the past. And, and, and God bless him. I mean, I can't hate on somebody that's trying to get their hustle on and, and trying to bring out ideas. But the Power Rangers movie that just came out. That had a massive budget of a uh, hundred million dollars on a Power Rangers movie. It made a hundred and forty-two million worldwide. That movie, uh, that movie did did garbage. Died. All right, that was bad. And if died. you think that they are going to greenlight a Green Ranger spinoff movie <laughs> to give him his send off, to put it's almost like it's all, okay. Just think of it this way. All right, there's no doubt. That this Green Ranger is arguably the biggest Ranger and most iconic Ranger of all of Power Rangers. Oh, abso- right? oh absolutely. Okay? So we'll, he, we'll he give did. him that. He got that. We'll give yeah. him that. He's the fucking god of the Power he's Ranger green, world. Right? White, black. It's he's, almost. He's, it's yeah. almost like if the 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 voice actor of Goku uh, came out and said, "I want my own Goku send off movie." You know, it, it, it. You know. But here's the thing. The analogy I'm going to make is this. All right. Wayne Gretzky. I'm going to go hockey because we're Canadian. All right? Oh. The greatest hockey player of, of, of all time. Okay? Un- unquestionably. Unquestionably. Yeah. You know, Michael Jordan. Okay? I won't even say Michael Jordan because somebody will bring up, like, LeBron James or some shit. We'll go with Wayne uh, you Gretzky. Know okay, no, no. Hold Wayne yeah, Gretzky. Hold, hold, this is hold, easy. Hold on. Hold, hold. hold You got to use the word. I'm going to say anyone who thinks LeBron James is a better basketball player. LeBron James is fucking incredible. And he's a genetic shit show. But anyone who thinks LeBron James is better than Michael fucking Jordan is also retarded. Okay. All right, go on. Um, so, so it's like Wayne Gretzky, right? He fucking crushes his career. I mean, he just fucking murders, winning cups. Oh, oh just number ninety nine, the great one. He just unreal. he's just destroying shit. He's making fucking babies. The fucking he's he's running NHL teams. The guy's a fucking Canadian god. All right, it's almost like if he then retired and said, you know what? NHL, I've got a great idea. Not only have I had my, not only have I been praised to be the greatest, but I think we should celebrate my uh, my achievements and we should give me a proper send off. Right? It's almost like uh. it's almost like the dude. It, it comes off like it just comes off. I'm trying to find the right word for he's it. He's double dipping. Yeah, you, yeah. It's just he's it's, going back to the well. It's distasteful. It's like, dude, yeah. you're the fucking yeah. man. All right, you could go on Twitter and say, you know, I. You could say something like, I would totally do a fucking uh, a Green Ranger movie if if the studios came and 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 asked me, and then create some buzz and shit. 
But if you're on this hardcore campaign and you're tr- and you're trying to get like a rated R Green Ranger movie and you think you're fucking you think you're 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 Logan, you, you think you're Wolverine and you're going to go and and you're going to get ripped and you're going to make, you know, 300 million dollars at the box office, you're smoking something no. fat. And not only that, the Power Rangers movie bombed. And there's and, and the last time I checked, they didn't even green light the next one. It's like it's over. So no, just stop. It it's it just if you want to be part of the show, then then I'm sure whatever company is running Power Rangers now, they'll they'll hire you on to do some sort of voiceover. You can make an appearance in their okay. shitty D-listed movies. Is he going to try thing. and be like the next Johnny Young boss? Make and your do twenty thousand dollar paycheck on your Power Rangers animated film, but you are not getting a, you're not getting right. a solo movie. I'm just, let's I'm sorry. let's so dumb. let's say that we live in a universe where it can happen. No. Would you want to watch no, that movie? No, I won't. Because <laughs> it's going to be just so cringe and bad. Dude's not even a good actor. He looks... I'm, I'm looking <laughs> at his picture right now, dude. He looks like the type of guy that is like 45 years old, and he's struggling to look 35. Like, he's really trying hard <laughs> to still look 35. And, and, and you're just like, dude, you look like you're wearing a Halloween costume. Just put it away and just... Just... Stop! Just stop! Just stop, dude! Just stop! I love you. You're the best Power Ranger. You you've won. All right, you've won in the Power Ranger world. But no, it's not happening. I don't want to see you in anything. Actually, I don't want to see you anymore. I would want to see it if only because I'd want to see how they actually attempted to pull it off. I would love to see how they would like attempt to spin Power Rangers into a like adult themed. You know, hardcore send off. I, I, I would just it, it would it would be it would likely be a train wreck. Oh, it would be horrible. And you can't you can't you can't look away from a train wreck. You're watching it happen. You can't look away. It's too entertaining. Uh, and and that's how I feel it would end up being. I would have to see it a hundred percent. I agree though. The dude, the dude has already won the greatest Power Ranger in the world. Just take that and uh, run. award. Yeah, several times over. I get it. You know, um, go to Comic Cons, do some signings, do, does, do some speeches, does, make does. your money. Like just, just he, ride that. He's done. He's done all sorts of just Power Ranger related shit, and he continues to. And and hats off to him. And he's a fantastic martial artist, and he'd whoop my ass seven ways to Sunday. Absolutely. Uh, and and and. You know, uh, it's great, but yeah, other other people spun off and did other things. Johnny Young Bosch does voice acting for just about every fucking anime ever created. Uh, you know, he was uh, he was the Black Ranger after the original Black Ranger pieced out, and then Johnny Young Bosch came up. Um, and so uh, that you know, maybe maybe you do that. Uh, I forget, I can, I forget this guy's. Acronym. Him and 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 Johnny had acronyms for this. JDF or something is the Green Rangers acronym. I don't know. They all like nobody wanted to know their actual names, so they just all used fucking acronyms or something. It's weird. But yeah, I mean, I'd be I'd be down to watch it if only because it would be like a dumpster fire. It's hard to look away. There's just something entertaining about it. Uh, will it ever happen? Hell no. No. Not a chance. No. That's something that he would have to like start up a GoFundMe and uh, and find a YouTube director. And 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 put together like a, a little forty-five minute YouTube video uh, as his own self. How cringe would that be? Your own self-created Green Ranger send-off, dude. It's just not going to happen. It's just there's it, 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 not a. And if it does, you know what, dude? I'm I'm calling it right now. If it does happen, I'm going to go to theater and watch it just because I appreciate the guy's grind so much that I'm going to. I'll campaign for him. 
I'll, my, my Twitter feed will turn into the Green Ranger fucking go Green Ranger go. Get your tickets. Pre-order them. I, I, I will. I'll be the first one in line question, and the though. only one in how, the theater. How salty was the Red Ranger who was supposed to be the leader of that show when Green Ranger gets written in and he takes over and then they give him White Ranger status and he gets even more fucking popular. You know what, bro? And Jason's in the background just being salty about life. It's like it's like you're 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 in you're in high school and you're the jock. You're the fucking yep. you're the man. You're fucking mm. all the hot cheerleaders. You've got all yeah, the friends. Are. The teachers are letting you go go on 20 minute fucking washroom breaks while you go smoke cigarettes behind the fucking school. You're the man, bro. People are buying you lunch, giving you their chips. You're not even asking for it. You've got the back of the bus seat every single day. Ain't no one fucking with you. You're on top. And then just all of a sudden, you're just sitting there in class, handing notes off to the hot chick that you're about to bang on the weekend. And some dude walks in and he's a fucking stud. And everybody's, but he's different. He's from a different country and he's exotic. And he's different from everybody he's else. Exotic. And everyone's looking at him like, who the fuck is this? The and then he goes, students. hey guys, how's it going? And the, and the girls are melting. Their fucking panties are the dripping. Accents. They're falling right off. And that's the show. And now the main dude is salty as shit. The alpha yep. is no longer the alpha. He is salty as bitch. all fuck. And yeah, sure, he still gets some of the side pieces. Yeah, sure, there's still some bitches over there that are like, oh my God, I still love you. I don't know what they see in him. <laughs> and and they're, still pump- they're still pumping his little ego, but the new guy's in town, and he's fucking yep. all the bitches, and you're getting the sloppy seconds? That's the Red Ranger. He's salty, yep. and he won't get oh. his own movie. He's not even the star of his own show anymore. It's all no. Green Ranger, White Ranger. Deal with it. <laughs> it is. Just deal with it. Oh, it's so fucking, uh, it's like, even as a kid, I was like, oh, this isn't the red, like, I would always have to start as a kid. I was like, isn't the Red Ranger supposed to be the leader of this group? Supposed to be. Supposed to be. Uh, He ain't. Not anymore. He's kissing the ass of that Green Ranger daily. Yep. He is delivering him all of his own fucking drinks. He's the water boy now. Mm. You thought Billy was, you thought, you thought Billy was the water boy. No, Jason. Jason's the water boy. Who's Jason? Jason's the water boy. I didn't even boy. know Jason's name. I didn't even know his name was Jason. That's the Red Ranger. Didn't even know his name, bro. That's how irrelevant he is. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know his name. I didn't even know his name. Oh. All you know is Tommy, and that's Tommy, it. Tommy, that's it. I only know Tommy. What was the Black Ranger's name, though? Do you remember him? Don't even know his name. Just Zach. Like, just Black Ranger. <laughs> like, you know. He was the dude that oh, could that's dance. that's right. He is Zach, too. Yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. Zach, yeah. He was uh, my favorite, obviously. Um, you know who's the best Wonder Woman right now? Gal Gadot. Mm. She's pretty good. Yeah. And apparently, uh, she's going to star in a revenge thriller called Ruin, Mm. directed by some dude with the last name Curzel, who is the guy who did Assassin's Creed. Not that that's anything to write home about. And I put this in here for a couple of reasons. One, any, any way we can talk about Gal Gadot's probably a good one. And two, uh, Gabs and I just watched Assassin's Creed last night. Oof. I didn't even see it because I, I just can't even put myself through it. Okay. Um, it is the movie equivalent of The Evil Within 2. I knew two. you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say it. Because it is, it is going through the motions like no movie I've ever seen before. It's Even though... There is some good action in this movie. I I I I I was just awash with mediocrity. Everything was just I was bathing in just mediocrity. Like the the way the movie was shot, uh the way that it was acted, the writing, 
It was rushed. It needed a movie before this one to really give almost anything that happened in this movie weight at all. Uh, And then it rushed even harder towards the end while also setting itself up for a sequel that will probably never fucking happen. Uh, I don't know how they got fucking Michael Fassbender to do this movie. Money. Money. I just answered. Money. Money. That's it. Lots. Do we know how much he got paid for that? I have no idea, but I'm going to tell you right now. It's a lot of money. I mean, listen. A lot of the money. movie, the movie would have done nothing without a big name behind it, and so yeah. they probably circulated shit. They probably sent it out to Chris Pratt. They probably sent it out to Fassbender. They probably sent it out to fucking uh, Idris Elba for Christ's sake. They probably sent it out to everybody, everyone. And yeah. it was just who's who does not have anything important going on right now, and who wants a free six million? You know, that's that's oh, pretty yeah. much it. See, the the disappointing thing was. You could see when you, if if you ever do watch it, you can see that in this movie that if it did, if it did, and you know why it didn't have a movie before it, because it would have sold even less than the movie as it was, you know, in its current form. Uh, if it had a movie that came before it, it would have been better. I feel this movie would have been so much better for it because the movie isn't really inherently Mm -hmm. bad. Like, there's some janky shit, and you can tell that they cut corners with some special effects and stuff here and there. But it was done It was done relatively well. There was a couple of, like, cringy, questionable writing pieces in there. Uh, but, you know, bless Michael Fassbender. He got in there. He did his yeah. work. He got paid, but he did, his, sure, he did a good I'm job. I'm sure it was watchable, right? I'm sure it, it was. It was. It was. It was. It was, was kind of like um, what 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 I was hearing, what I got from it, because I I probably will never watch it. I just don't really care yeah. about Assassin's Creed all that much. But um, it was it was probably the same. It would be probably the same experience I had with World of Warcraft, the 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 movie, yeah. like where it was like, hey, hey, it's really cool to see this video game on screen, and yeah, there's some cool visuals, and I really like that. Oh, I remember seeing that in the game. That's really cool how they brought that to life. But at the end of the day, it's like, eh, <laughs> you know what? Honestly, I haven't seen the Warcraft movie, but from what I've seen of the Warcraft movie, which was way more than I saw of Assassin's Creed before watching that, this movie feels more legitimate, if I can say that, as a movie. Like, World of Warcraft just felt like fan service. It didn't feel like a movie that was made for Hollywood, whereas Assassin's Creed, actually, you can see that there was an attempt made to make this a legitimized, mm-hmm. you know, video game to movie translation. Um, and so, yeah, it, it was there. There was promise there. Uh, but, yeah, just a little bit, a little bit too much attempted to be done in one movie. I will give them props, though, because despite the fact that it was super rushed, it didn't, the whole movie didn't feel rushed. Some movies, when they're trying to cram so much shit into one film, you feel like you're just in a fucking whirlwind the whole time. You you don't even know what the fuck is going on. You're just, like, flying by the seat of your pants. This one, despite the fact that it probably should have felt like that, they managed to somehow, I don't even fucking know how they did it, somehow make it not feel like that 90% of the time. So, yeah, watchable could have been a lot better. Uh, I don't know how that movie did money-wise. Maybe we will get a sequel. Nah, maybe we won't. I don't think so. I don't think we're gonna. But uh, uh, Gal Gadot is she's doing uh, she's doing what ruin? Ruin. I don't, I don't yes. know. I don't. I've never heard this is news to me. See, this, this it is, is it's newer. This is, this is um, 
Ah, I don't, I don't know how I feel about it. Um, I think she's a big enough star now that, that, I mean, she's no Jennifer Aniston or not Jennifer Aniston, uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Like she's, she's Lawrence, not going to yeah. go and, and I mean, I could be wrong. I mean, you know, she is a huge star now, but is she really, are people going to go out and see her, her, her thriller? So this is what a lot of these successful female actresses do, especially in, in, in more of the, the action genre or, or, um, mm. I don't know. They're trying to legitimize yes. so, themselves. So what they do is they have a very yeah. heavy schedule. So obviously she's working on Wonder Woman. She's going to be working on Wonder Woman 2, Justice League, all yeah. the movies that within that universe. She's probably going to be doing voiceovers for video games and all this other shit doing. I mean, she's deep. She's deep in right now with Marvel or sorry, with DC. So. What 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 their agents try and do is they try and capitalize on on their short term success, right? They're, they're okay. She's the biggest star out there right now, like female wise, yeah. one of the biggest ones. You know what can we get her that she can film in three months and make a huge amount of money, make the agencies agency some money, a script that is good enough that is going to get relatively good press and that that's going to do that's going to do well. Uh, to boost up her her portfolio and and her we credibility. Need a B plus. Yeah. So so what what a lot of these guys do and and Halle Berry fell into this. Um, uh, a whole bunch of actresses have fallen into this. Uh, even even uh, what's her face there from uh, Black Widow. Um, uh, somebody will say in the Scarlett, Scar- Johansson. Scarlett Johansson. Thank you. What 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 they do is they do these quick these quick movies and usually it's a it's a hostage movie or it's like. You know, they, yeah. they they're they're there's baddies after them and they're they're trying to survive a uh they crank up the drama yeah, it, a bit. They 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 show their dramatic it. it's, acting. It's just skills. all this is them like running or crying running or or yeah. or they're weak and then they're strong and at the end they're like fighting back and they've had enough of this shit. You know, and they're and they're just <laughs> and it's just it's the same cookie cutter bullshit, it's true, right? Yeah. It's just it is what yeah, it is. So yeah, I'm not yeah. excited about this. I don't give a fuck. If she was in something that had substance and that looked good, but any movie that they're going to make in like three months and she's just going to rush in and just do do a quick film for a paycheck and 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 possibly do well to pump up whatever other movie she's going into next, which will likely be Wonder Woman. I can't get all that excited. Will I go see it? Of course, because I go and see basically every movie. But, you know, eh. Woo. Boring. Yeah. Um. I guess, yeah, so the movies that she's listed right now include this, so Ruin. Um, she's playing opposite Bradley Cooper in a movie called Deeper. Uh, and then the DC Extended Universe commitments of Justice League 2, uh, the Flash standalone movie Flashpoint, as well as Wonder Woman 2. So she's, yeah, she's full, she, she's full up right now on a bunch of different stuff. Um, it's, you know, this, this is going to work on me because I want to see how she acts outside of a superhero movie. When somebody gets big and they're doing it on the back of an action movie, one of the first things I always think of is how far can you stretch their acting ability? Are they just, you know, are, is there, is there a sleeper in here somewhere? Is it, are they not just an action star, but they can actually do some other shit? So this might be the movie where I watch to see if she's got some further chops than just playing a fucking, you know, 12 out of 10 Wonder Woman. 
Uh, I'm okay so, with just 12 out of 10 Wonder Woman. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I mean, I, I really am. I, I Listen, I, she doesn't need to prove anything to me. I, I, I don't blame her. Yeah. She's a working actress. She's taken advantage of, of her success, so you can't blame her for that. But I just can't get excited about probably a, 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 a half-ass B-rated script that's been flowing through Hollywood for the last couple of years. And it just so happened that she has a free few months, and she's going to just go ahead and do it. Uh, and it'll be successful just because she's Wonder Woman. Um, All right. Did you read the description of what this movie is? No. Okay, here we go. You ready for this shit? All right. So it was it was it has been described as a revenge thriller in the vein of Fury or Inglorious Bastards. Okay. It's a script by Matthew and Ryan Furpo. The plot of Ruin involves a guilt-ridden ex-Nazi on a mission through the wreckage of post-war Germany to find and kill the remaining members of his former SS death squad. So is she starring in it, or is it she? she's like a... She must be opposite yeah, of somebody, be. because that doesn't sound like that's the person she's going to be. So um, so if that's the case, and there's there's a big star in front of her, then this might, it might make me a little bit more excited if there's two yeah. big stars. But I was thinking... Hey, is this going to be like another Halle Berry movie? Um, and also, like Monsters I, and Ball. also, I'm kind of tired of of Nazi films. I think they're kind of getting played out. Uh, they've been played out for a while. I mean, sure, they it's, need to slow burn them for yeah, a bit. I mean, they're, they kind of they're now they're topical right now, of course, because America's basically on the verge of either oh my god, there's too many black people here, or oh my god, there's too many Nazis here. We think I can't decide which one's which. Some people probably both at the same yeah. time. Uh, so, you know, anything Nazi related in America right now is probably going to be what's well, going to make more yep. money <laughs> right now, unfortunately. Yep. Uh, so, but I agree. I mean, it's like zombies for me. I think zombies need to go the fuck away for like a decade. I don't need to see another zombie for a while. Video games and movies have milked the ever living shit out of zombies for so long now. And TV shows, all of it. It's all, it's everywhere. Yeah, all yeah. of it. So yeah, and I agree. Nazis have kind of fallen on on that here in in the last while too. So I could I could have a, a break too. But maybe it turns out to be great. I hope that whatever she does ends up being great, so that we can have another. Hopefully, she does turn out to be another you know, Jennifer Lawrence. We need some more Jennifer Lawrences yeah. in uh, in Hollywood right now. I think for sure. Um, so yeah, there you go. What else in the world of TV and movies do you, do you have off the top of your head? If anything. Uh, going on right not now not really a lot we already talked about 2049 um there's yep. there's really no other movies uh i'm hearing really good things about the new thor that's coming out uh here it's better than the yeah, second guardians that apparently of the galaxy it's, good. it's supposed to be really really good um but beyond that there's really not a whole lot that i want to go and see oh i saw the foreigner uh, with Jackie oh, Chan. Oh, son of yeah, a bitch! How was that. it? Please tell me it was good. It was. Um, it was a Pierce Brosnan movie with Jackie Chan in it. So it was. It, it's gonna. I'm not angry about that. Yeah, <laughs> it, and it's very weird to see Jackie Chan shoot a gun as well. Uh, there's yeah, true there's something yeah. weird about it. Uh, he did. It's like Batman with a yeah, gun. Yeah, he did. A, he did a really good performance. <laughs> like it was a very emotional, like heavy performance. I don't think he smiled once in the entire film. Uh, is a very serious, and I wouldn't say dark because it's it's got it's got like a B rated feel to it in terms of like um, I don't know it, it's I, I don't want to say too much I don't want to say too much about it but there there's not a lot of Jackie there's not as much Jackie Chan as you think I mean he's definitely in the movie mm. 
But Pierce Brosnan is is the star of this film, and uh, does he do well? Oh, he it? did. He did Pierce? really well. His accent's a little dodgy at times. He plays like an an Irish uh, an oh, Irish okay. guy. Uh, there there's there's a lot of underlining. Um, oh man, it, it's I don't want to say anything because you're because you're gonna okay. watch it. Let's just it's yeah, not an action movie. There's action in it. There's not a lot of Jackie Chan doing Jackie Chan. There's like one scene in particular where you're like, oh, okay, so there's there's the Jackie Chan we know. But beyond that, it's just a really dark movie. I would say out of ten, I would give it a seven. Um, mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. I wasn't mad. I went there. I was thoroughly enta- uh, entertained. Um, I saw virtually everything that was coming, and it had a decent payout. Um, so you'll like it. But Great. it's not. It, it's it's not. It's I didn't no expect rush it hour. To be, it's not. You're not going to. No, you know. no. Of course. Well, no. Of course not. I didn't expect it to be at all. Um, I, I. What you're describing is about eighty percent of what I was expecting out of the movie, and so that's that's fine by me. I'm just happy that it wasn't shit. Yeah. It wasn't. Like, shit. I just wanted to do. Yeah. yeah. I, I just wanted it to be. You know. Good. Yep. So so yeah, that was uh, that was good. Any. I went there by myself. I. It was like I saw a late show. I actually didn't even mean to go and see that movie. I went to go watch a American, um, the the Tom Cruise movie. Uh, oh uh, yeah, the fucking the American. I know something. which one you're yeah. talking about. Where where he yeah. plays a, a a guy. It was like a true story and shit. But any like a cartel. Yeah, thing. and I hear the movie is really good. It's got really really good ratings. So I went to go see that yeah. American made. So. I get there at 20 after 10 and I looked online and the movie said it started at 1030, but I was looking at a different theater by accident. I was looking at Dartmouth Crossing. And so when I got to the theater, I bought my ticket and the guy didn't even tell me, but I walked in the movie and it was almost 1030 and the movie actually started at 1010. So I was like, shit, I missed, I missed like 15 minutes of this movie. I, you know, I don't want to see it. Like when I walked in, he was like looking in a bag of, of drugs and shit. And I'm like, okay, I missed too much. So I just walked out and yeah. I, I walked down down the theater and I realized that the foreigner was just closing the door. So I just walked in the foreigner and I just watched the foreigner. So nice. I wasn't mad at that I saw it. Well, there you go. That's good. Yeah, I just wanted to be good. Apparently, apparently, there's Jackie's been doing more movies recently uh, where he's not being super actiony because he's, well, he's been also putting off. <laughs> yeah, but he's been putting off a surgery on his shoulder for like three years now because he's doesn't, he doesn't want to have surgery. He's scared of having surgery and his, his shoulder is Toast. fucked. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, he's been, he's been, he's been turning it down quite a bit because of that. He's cause he's been limited by it. So, uh, that doesn't surprise me, but hopefully he gets it repaired in time for the important shit, which is rush hour fucking. Yeah. Four. Holy shit. Yeah. I need that movie in my That'll life. Be good. Tomorrow. Oh, that'd be good. Hopefully, uh, Chris Tucker agrees to something. Why would Chris Tucker say well, no? I don't think he's going to say no. That. I think he's just going to try and negotiate a really, really good price because like he, he doesn't have much. He, you know, he went through. I think he 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 went through like bankruptcy. I think he might even went to jail at some point for tax invasion, and he went broke. And um, so this is obviously his meal ticket, right? So he's he's yeah. Has he even touched a film? Yeah, yeah. He's been yeah, since yeah. the last. He's actually like, um he's done a lot of like dramatic stuff. Like he's been in some what? Yeah. So and apparently he's he's, okay. he's still got it. Uh, but I'm sure he's going to try and get as much out of this as humanly possible. 
I wouldn't be surprised. But maybe he doesn't, because I have a feeling he just really enjoyed doing Rush Hour with Jackie. Trust me. They seem to Trust get me. along. He's going to try and get as much oh, money well, as, he, as, he, as, he, as he oh, no, he's, possibly he's, oh, yeah. get, for right. sure. Oh, he will. Yeah. Oh, and and they'll give it to him if, if if it makes sense they'll give it to him especially if oh, the sure. foreigner does really well here in box office which yeah. is already doing well they're gonna want to get Jackie Chan another movie and people know that they're gonna go crazy for it like I mean seeing an oh. older version of these two guys having fun and kicking ass oh, it would amazing. just be incredible I mean that would just not only be nostalgic for me but I think a lot of new viewers people that are you know teenagers now. Uh, or or even in their early twenties or whatever they they're if you gonna haven't have seen the Rush Hour movies. Go fucking watch the Rush Hour movies, man. All three of them are good. They are funny, entertaining movies. And, and, And it's Jackie Chan at Jackie Chan's finest in terms of his fight choreography and how he executes... And just the way that those action scenes play out are always fun to watch. And the the chemist, the most unlikely freaking chemistry between Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan is some of the best in the buddy cop oh, world yeah. that oh, I've ever seen. By far. I mean, the the only other... I don't even know. Like, I really liked... Um... Oh, what was the one with Martin Lawrence and that white guy? Uh, Blue Streak. I think it's called Blue Streak. I really oh, like that, yeah. and I love the Eddie Murphy yeah. and uh, Robert De Niro movie, Showtime. That Those, yeah, yeah. those no, three, those, like those Rush Hour, movies. Showtime, and, and Blue Streak, those are my favorite. Yeah. And those are my favorite comedy buddy cop movies that I could watch over and over and over again. My favorite buddy cop movie that is serious is Training Day. Like that, That's like a serious uh, cop movie that was just is a better film than all of those combined as a film, but it's not obviously not as fun, but absolutely man getting, that would be amazing because every buddy cop movie that is coming out that has came out, like even uh, the Dwayne rock Johnson and, and uh, Kevin Hart's, uh, uh, the other guys, no, uh, no, oh, no, the, the, no, the, oh, no. one, the, the, Oh, this is recent. Yeah, um, Somebody will say it in the chat. It starts with an I. I don't I or know something. because I, I I just can't stand that guy. So yeah, but I, I mean, even don't... those they 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 had their you know they were fun. Their but moments, yeah. Getting Rush Hour Four would be the dream, right? Fifty percent. No, I'm not gonna say fifty percent. Central intelligence. I'm gonna give a, a solid thirty percent of that of those movies for me is owning them and then watching the blooper reel at the end. Oh yeah, it's fun. Is fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Every single one of yep. them. Uh, I just love Jackie Chan. I mean, like even even this stuff with uh, with Owen Wilson in in uh, Shanghai Nights and Shanghai Noon, those were basically buddy cop movies set in the the wild wild west type shit, and those are also incredibly they're just fun. funny. They're just fun, fun, yeah. fun movies to watch. Yeah. So if you haven't seen. Rush Hour or the Shanghai movies and shit. Just go, just go watch yourself some Jackie Chan movies. You're gonna get lost in a deep dark fucking hole. Those are fun. Those are fun. You know what I've still got upstairs is a really serious Jackie Chan movie. It's like 1911 or something. It's a war movie that he did. Uh, because I I made a point to myself at some point that I want to watch some more of Jackie's like more serious shit that he does in Chinese. Mm -hmm. Uh, or Mandarin, I should say, um, or Cantonese. I don't know which one he speaks, probably both, but um, because the stuff he does for Western audiences is largely the the action comedy stuff, but he does a shitload of movies yeah. back oh, yeah. in dude, uh, back in China. Dude, that guy's got so much money, it's fucked. Oh, like, I think insane. he's worth like over half a billion dollars or something. 
and and, oh, and yeah. his house like did you see the documentary of his house and stuff like how crazy he 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 doesn't spend like any he doesn't give his kids any money he his house no. is like he lives in like almost like a warehouse it's fucking weird but he's got crazy collections of it's bizarre. Like, if you haven't seen it, you should, you should definitely YouTube it. If you love Jackie Chan, this is going to blow your mind the way this guy lives. And and you're like, wow, the guy's worth, like, half a bill. Like, he's he's got some really cool shit that he's done, but it, it's, yeah, yeah. it's super modest. Like, he's like he's a pop star I can see singer. That. Like, I, can, fucking, I can see that, he doesn't, yeah. He doesn't give his kids anything. Like, even when he dies, I think he said... Uh, all the money goes to like a charity and shit like that. Like it's fucking crazy. Like the stuff that he has set up, it's it's bizarre. But it's I mean, it's the guy's humble as shit. Like he's he's almost oh, yeah. like Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves is the same way. He he doesn't he doesn't like own a car. He takes a bus everywhere. He's he gives away like the vast oh, majority the of his money. Everywhere, yeah. He's uh, he's a normal dude. Like you'll see him just grocery shopping. He doesn't give a fuck about <laughs> and like he's he, he's just it's crazy, man. It's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, fucking a Jackie Chan. Well, there you go. Um, I don't know what no, else. That's it. I think I think that's I think that's basically that's it. We're half. going to call it. That's a good first half. We're going to call it there, uh, and then move on to side B and answer some of those those uh, Patreon questions mm. and uh, see what we've uh, what we've got. I think just like last like last week, I mentioned the the closer to the show I release these. The more questions we get. I don't know how many we're at, but I posted this when I was sitting at Boston Pizza because I had an oh shit moment again and went, oh wait, I need to post this up. 19 is more than last week. I'm telling you, that's the magic. But yeah, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go head on over to side B. That means for those of you here on Twitch, you basically have to go nowhere because we will be back in uh, in roughly uh, five-ish minutes. I'm going to stand up, get some water. Uh, and, uh, and, and basically that's it. Uh, and we'll be right back. And then for those of you listening on iTunes or on YouTube, uh, or on any other podcast related thing, first of all, I love you. Mm. Thank you for listening. You're a fucking gods. Every single one of you. Thank you. Just tell somebody about the show. Spread the word. If you really enjoy the show, odds are, you know, somebody else that's going to like the show too. So do, do us a solid. We'd appreciate it. But we'll be right back. And until we see you on the next one. Peace.